1: Are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, moving on to running back rankings. You got Saquon at number one against Seattle. Great matchup. Nothing else to say there. Josh Jacobs against New Orleans. He's been absolutely killing it over the past three weeks. Elite snap share. Elite usage overall. This is locally a good matchup for him, too. The Saints have given up 4.7 yards to carry to this season to running back, so this is not the scary matchup it once was. So I'm yeah. not really worried about it, honestly. Derrick Henry against Houston. He might have 200 rushing yards in this game. Um, yeah, The matchup is absolutely incredible.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is impeccable. You know, this could be vintage Derrick Henry. Um, from like you know the past two seasons, I, I don't think two hundred yards is out of the question. And obviously, it's hard to project that. You don't want to be like, yeah, he's going to go for two hundred yards this week. But you know, this is where it's going to happen if he does. I, it's perfect matchup.
1: He's had great, great games against the Texans in the past, and this is one of the worst rushing defenses that he's seen in his career. So, yeah, can't wait to see it. Uh, Nick Chubb at number four against Cincinnati. Tougher than normal matchup for Nick Chubb this week, but you know, you can never bet against him. Christian McCaffrey at five in his new threads against the Rams. It all comes down to his usage. It really doesn't matter what what the matchup looks like, to be honest with you. Like, I'm assuming he'll see more than 60% of snaps this week. I think he saw under, what, I think around 30% of snaps uh, last week. Uh, but I would assume it's over 60 maybe 65% this week. And gradually, I'd expect that to go even higher. Do you yeah. think Christian McCaffrey ranked here at number five is too high?
0: No, I don't think it's too high. <laughs> I don't think okay. you can ever say Christian McCaffrey is ranked too high, especially at five with his talent. The what what he can do with the ball in his hands—it's just a matter of if he's going to get the ball in his hands. And we're still not sure. You know, obviously, it has been—he has now had a week to acclimate, but it's still you know new to him relatively. I'd still give him a week or two yet to get fully invested in the system and with the offense up to speed. But I, I think that Christian McCaffrey, as long as he's touching the ball, you know he's going to be producing for you. I'm not scared. Of putting him in my lineup this week at all, even though like okay. it is the Rams, the Rams defense has been underperforming a bit. I don't have a problem with it.
1: Yeah, I have Kenneth Walker at six. He has been a monster ever since Rashad Penny went down. Great matchup against the Giants. They're giving up five point seven yards a carry <laughs> to running backs yeah. this year. That's second most in the NFL. Uh, like, like here, like here's one. Like if you had CMC and Walker, both of them, and you can only play one, you play Walker or McCaffrey? That is tough. Right, like, I think the I way feel like you got, you kind of have to play Walker, right? Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. the way yeah, Kenneth so Walker's he, he been be playing,
0: <laughs> the matchup, you know, the way he's been playing, the, the way he's been used, and now with DK Metcalf down, obviously he was playing most of the game last week without DK Metcalf. But you know, now they're game planning with Kenneth Walker in mind. You know, he's even more of a focal point. I, yeah. I think that you know Kenneth Walker is going to be that guy again. I wouldn't be surprised if he has a top five finish. You have to keep ranking him up here. He's not going to leave this slide, I don't think, unless he gets injured.
1: All right, I guess I gotta. I'll move him up to number five officially. Kenneth Walker's at five. Christian McCaffrey's at six All because right. his workload. It's just the workload.
0: We know the workload's going to be there for Kenneth Walker. We're still not sure about Christian McCaffrey, but if Christian McCaffrey gets back to what he had this season with the Panthers, you know, anything close to that with the 49ers, he'll be back up ahead of him. I think.
1: Yeah, I would say so. Uh, Tony Pollard's at, at number seven here, assuming Zeke doesn't play. Uh, if Zeke plays, I'd move Pollard down to like maybe a high end RB two this week expecting him to get most of the work still uh, yeah. in a great matchup against the bears um Alvin Kamara at 8 we talked about the raiders giving up the six most receptions to running backs so you know hoping that he gets targeted early and often in this matchup and then we have Jonathan Taylor at 9 against Washington uh, he should ramp up more you know to that elite elite snap share that he's saw he saw before his injury um you know he was he's one week removed from that injury at this point so i would assume that it does go back up for him
0: yeah I don't think there's anything, any reason to doubt Jonathan Taylor at this point. You know, we said he was coming off the injury. They gave him the extra week off. You know, coming back from it to make sure they was 100. percent I still think they want to ease him in because as they make the stretch run, they want to make sure they have their guy healthy. I wouldn't be surprised if Jonathan Taylor got back up, back up to that elite usage. If he does, you know, I think we'll be ranking him much higher than nine the rest of the season.
1: What do you think the impact is, if any, that this quarterback change has on Jonathan Taylor?
0: If it's going to have any impact, maybe Jonathan Taylor gets more. I don't want to say he gets more looks in the passing game because he just got eight targets and caught all eight of them last week with Matt Ryan.
1: But I, I would assume that like they just they want more. They want to base this offense around Jonathan Taylor, right? And they want to control the ball. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel about it. It's like don't turn the ball over, right? Mm-hmm. Play controlled offense and just keep feeding Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> that's pretty yeah. much like what I think they want to do. Kind of similar to what they did last year. Um yeah. so that's true. I, I, I that's kind of how I feel that this quarterback this is the, that's how the quarterback change is going to make an impact.
0: Yeah. You know with the rook, with the rookie quarterback, not rookie. Well te- he's essentially a rookie. Right? Yeah, essentially. Um Sam Ellinger, with him at quarterback, you know, someone with not much experience. You have a guy like Jonathan Taylor in your backfield basing the offense around jonathan taylor will make things easier for ellinger you know by proxy if jonathan taylor can get going in the run game not only you're going to be dealing with presumably shorter second and third downs you know but you're also going to have the play action game open up for you which that's going to be huge for a quarterback with not much experience you want to make the quarterback comfortable you don't want to ask him to do too much and the only way to get that going is to have jonathan taylor get going i think Maybe they've been playing for this. Maybe they knew they were going to bench Matt Ryan if he lost again. So they said, all right, Jonathan Taylor, let's keep you on a relative snap count. Let's take it easy getting you back in. You know, that could explain last week's lower usage. Once we get Sam Ellinger in here, you know, you're going to be the engine. That could be the case. Obviously, just speculation. But Makes sense though. I don't think uh, that Jonathan, we have to worry about his usage being as low as it's been. I think it's going to go right back up to where it was.
1: I have Dalvin Cook at number 10 against Arizona. Uh, Joe Mixon at 11 against Cleveland in a great matchup on the ground. But we'll see how much the Bengals, you want to actually run the ball this weekend. We talked about them being super pass heavy in close games and in neutral uh, game script situations. Um, but, you know, it's a great matchup for him. I, If I was them, I would try to run the ball a little bit more because this Cleveland defense has been giving up a ton of production on the ground against running backs. So. We'll right. see what they end up doing with Joe Mixon. Um, we have Leonard Fournette at twelve. We talked about him, hoping that he can get his groove back, and this is a matchup where he can. We already mentioned that the Ravens have given up given up the fourth most receptions to running backs, uh, and also they've been given up uh, their top five in rushing uh, rushing yards. No, the top five in yards after, yards per attempt to running backs. Got it. I think I got that right. Yeah, this week. Yeah, solid, solid. <laughs> um, so I think he'll com- he'll come through this week and bounce back a little bit. Damian Pierce at thirteen, Ramondre Stevenson at fourteen. I'm assuming this is his role at this point with it when it comes to Ramondre. Like he's the primary running back on that squad. You know, we'll see if Damian Harris gets more involved as he gets further removed from his hamstring injury. But there's no doubt that Belichick loves Stevenson at this point.
0: Right. Yeah. There's like you said, no doubt about it at all in my mind. I think that he's kind of. Ascended not even to RB1A and Damian Harris RB1B. It seems like Ramondre Stevenson's RB1 right now in this, like clear cut, because he's getting the receiving work and the rushing work. Um, they're running the offense, the run game goes through him first and foremost. Even with Damian Harris healthy, he only had what was it, three carries last week. I don't think there's any question about the workload anymore. It's just can this offense, you know, produce now? Obviously, it looked good for two drives with Bailey Zappi under center, and it didn't look good with Mac Jones, so they went from having. Two weeks ago, I'd say, like, a pretty good problem to have. You know, Mac Jones was banged up, but Bailey Zappi was playing well. You assume both of them would be serviceable, and now neither of them really look, you know, spectacular. My question is, can the Patriots offense have enough touchdowns to have Ramondre Stevenson, you know, reach his ceiling? I think having a 14 assumes that they're not going to have that at this point in time, but if this Patriots offense picks it up a little bit, I think we could start seeing Ramondre Stevenson ranked, you know, more towards the top 10 or low-end RB1. Who would you rank him above right now? Right now, not this week. I I think right now this is where he's going to sit. I might even put Travis Etienne ahead of him after the James Robinson trade. Because Travis Etienne, you know, we've seen the way he looks with the the ball in his hands. I think that he's more explosive than Ramondre Stevenson. Even though Ramondre Stevenson's good. But Travis Etienne's just like a different talent. I think that, you know, against Denver, I wouldn't be surprised if they're checking it down a lot. To Travis Etienne. I think for production this week I might put Travis Etienne above Ramondre.
1: That, that's the only reason why I had him a little bit low just because of the overall tough matchup for the Jacksonville offense against Denver. Right. Um that's really why I had him this low. Otherwise, he would normally be I probably would have him over Ramondre, over Damian Pierce, um and maybe over Joe Mixon at some point, you know, depending on on how that looks. So, you yeah. know, right now I, I have him ranked conservative, uh, conservatively.
0: Yeah. I had a couple questions come in, you know. Believe it or not, on my upper hand Zach account, believe it or not, I had a couple uh-huh. questions come in about Travis Etienne. I want to get your input. Is yeah. Travis Etienne? They're asking, is he top ten rest of season?
1: He's RB one rest of season. All right. So, so yeah, you think like pretty much, essentially pretty much. at this point. I, I think yes. I think we're gonna
0: see much more from him. I want to call him top ten, but there's still plenty of talent ahead of him. You know, especially with Kenneth mm-hmm. Walker entering the mix. You know, obviously, Austin Eckler is not ranked this week because he's on bye. So players like him are going to slide in. I think that there's enough talent ahead of him that I can't say for sure if he's going. Yeah, I I I can't say
1: for sure either. So Tony Pollard's not here normally. Mm -hmm. Neither is Zeke. Uh, Alvin Kamara, you know, we'll see like what if he continues to get usage. Like I could see myself ranking Travis Etienne over Kamara. We'll see if Jonathan Taylor bounces back. I can see myself ranking uh, Etienne over Dalvin Cook at some point. Yeah. Uh I can see me myself ranking him over Mixon, Fournette, Pierce, Stevenson. A guy who can enter the top 10, who's not in the top 10 right now is DeAndre Swift. Yeah, that's who what will have I a 17 right mm-hmm. now. Um, so yeah, like you know, top 12 is safe, I would say. Um, but he can definitely be in the top 10 depending on the matchup. Yeah.
0: All right, that's fair. Here, here, here's
1: the thing with him, right? Like his work might end up increasing. Right over the next couple of weeks, and we yeah. might end up seeing him see twenty-five opportunities a game because he's end up he's going to be used in the pass game more. He actually hasn't been used in the pass game a ton. He's a passing down guy. We know he's capable. We know he can produce there. We know he's efficient there. But he needs to be used a little bit more for us to kind of you know rank him in that you know top seven, top eight at times. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So I have Raheem Mostert at sixteen, which is pretty high. Uh, but he's going up uh, against. Uh, Detroit this week, so it's a great matchup for him. Uh, he's been their guy. He's been their three down back. So start him with confidence this week. Uh, DeAndre Swift, he's expected back uh, against Miami this week. He got a full practice in on Wednesday, which is a great sign for his availability this week and his health. <laughs> you know, going yeah. forward, hopefully he can stay healthy. Um, but you know, I think he would like, like we said, I think DeAndre Swift is somebody that could potentially move up. You know, near that top twelve once he gets healthier.
0: I'd be. I'd be a little disappointed if DeAndre Swift didn't look 100% after the number of weeks that he missed. <laughs> you know, I, I feel like he better be at full health if he's missed as many weeks as he had. Obviously, there's questions about whether or not he'd be able to play last week, and he, he didn't. I think at this point, especially as a DeAndre Swift manager myself in a couple of weeks, you know, I'd be disappointed if he wasn't back to 100%. If, With- if
1: he doesn't do his thing this week, I am going to be sending you a lot of trade offers.
0: Yeah, I'm not trading him. I know what he can do. This is the thing. <laughs> you know, he's he's missed a lot of time, but I, I saw that stat floating around somewhere that he's averaging eight yards a carry. It's just like he's a huge, huge asset in fantasy football when he's on the field. The only problem has been, you know, his availability. He hasn't been available. He's been injured a lot, and that's popped up a lot, not just this year, but in the years prior. His whole career, he's been injured, missing games here and there. Um, if DeAndre Swift is on the field, I'm starting him as an RB one, but that's that's just me. I think that his receiving work, along with you know his rushing ability, he broke off in the first two games that he played. He broke off a bunch of, of big runs. That's why he's averaging close to eight yards a carry. I think um, so. He's getting inflated a little bit by those runs, but just this, the this explosive play potential. As long as he's as he's starting, I, I'm having him in my roster 100.
1: It looks like that trade window pretty you closed shut for me just now. Like I was oh, now, so excited.
0: Yeah, i i have <laughs> I have a vice grip on DeAndre Swift right now. I, I'm not letting him go because I've missed him for so long. I need him to come back. <laughs> I need him.
1: Oh, I can't.
0: I can't afford to trade him away. His upside I, I, I is like.
1: There. I like how you know you. Were, we were talking about all the negatives, and then as soon as I mentioned trading for him, you're like, nope. Here's why I like him. Despite it's, all the negatives, you're a great salesperson. Fact, Zach.
0: Despite the fact that he has left me out to dry for five weeks now. I'm still waiting for him to come back to make that push. (laughs) It's
1: gonna happen. All right, good for you, man. Good for you, that was solid right there. Let Tend Dental make your
0: dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hello com slash sale. And book your free consult today.
1: Um, <laughs> Devin Singletary at 18, Dall Henderson at 19, Aaron Jones at 20. You know, Aaron Jones had a good week last week, but, you know, this offense has been tough to trust. This backfield has been tough to trust. And going up against Buffalo, in Buffalo, and I can see Aaron Jones having a good game, like any given game, Aaron Jones can do his thing. He just needs the opportunity, right? He can be efficient. He, just need, he, they, he target. He got targeted 10 times last week. That's great. Right. But how yeah. often is that going to happen? We wanted that to happen. I think we can have it happen often if they use him properly, but it just hasn't been the case for him. Dale Henderson, I think he's solid. A little bit of a tough matchup for him this week, um, but I would assume he's going to see more than 70% of snaps, and anytime a running back sees 70% of snaps, he should be in your lineup.
0: Yeah. I've, I'm tempted to say, like, Daryl Henderson more, but he just hasn't been very explosive than, you know, Devin Singletary. Um, yeah. I think the Bills are going to kind of put on a clinic against the Packers, even though the Packers yeah. defense, it's so, not anything and, to sneeze at.
1: And for that reason, you know, I don't blame anybody for starting Henderson over Singletary because you know that Henderson's going to get, like, 15 touches in this game, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, with Singletary, like, he hasn't played a huge factor in games where they have blew teams out. Yeah. Right. And that might happen on Sunday night. It's a Sunday night game. It's possible. Sunday night game against Green Bay. That might happen. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Poor Packers. Right. I I can totally see the Bills like absolutely destroying them. However, and they're at home. Yeah. However, the Packers aren't really that great against running backs on the ground. So it's possible that Singletary can get some usage, right, in the run game and end up having a good game. So that's the reason why I have him at 18 because I think it's a decent matchup.
0: Mm hmm. I think okay.
1: so. Let's move on to 21 through 30. I have Miles Sanders at 21. Michael Carter at number 22. I have Michael Carter here. I think he's going to be the primary running back this week. Um, you know, a, a, as long as James Robinson is kind of ramping up a little bit in, into the offense, I think he'll be involved right away because they did trade for him earlier in the week so that, you know, he'll be available for this game and run through all the practices and all that. You know, he practiced yesterday for the Jets, and, you know, it's funny because – he was a little upset that Doug Peterson was saying that he had a knee injury because he doesn't. He's like, I just think that what he said was, I just think that he just didn't want me to play. And I think that yeah. he, they were just trying to give more touches to ETN and phase me out of the run game, but m- my knee's fine and I'm playing. Um, so that was interesting. So, but anyway, I think Michael Carter, you know, is a solid play this week, you know, with James Robinson, you know, ramping up against the Patriots. Um, I would play Michael Carter as like a low end RB2.
0: Yeah, I think that's fair. And we talked about this a little bit. I think it was two days ago. But um, with James Robinson, you know, I'm not worried about him this week, especially. I'm not really too worried about James Robinson cutting into Michael Carter's workload the rest of the season. I think Michael Carter is going to get those passing game touches, which we know are more valuable than the run game touches. But just talking about James Robinson real quick about, you know, how Doug Peterson maybe didn't want him to just play, just didn't want him to play. It seems like he was getting a little bit of the Urban Meyer treatment from Doug Peterson at the end there. I think he's probably gonna be much happier on the Jets, you know. Hopefully, it seems like the Jets. Have I mean, plans yeah. I mean, he
1: said it himself because he's like, "Hey, I just went from two and five to five and two. Well,
0: <laughs> yeah, you could look at it. that's very surface level. He's like, "Okay, man, my record just got better, and I might be playing yep. the playoffs this season compared to you know with the Jaguars." But I think that you know his usage. I think that even though I think James Robinson understands and everyone understands that you know he's a replacement for Brees Hall. But I think they have plans to use him. They're not going to have – it's not like Michael Carter is going to be a guy that they're going to be like, all right, got to get him on the field before James Robinson, and we'll hold James Robinson off the field just because we want Michael Carter to play. I don't think that's the case. I think they're happy to have uh, both these guys in the backfield. I don't think James Robinson is going to be a non-factor, um, as he's been the past couple of weeks with Travis Etienne, You know, obviously on the come-up. So look out for that. I still think Michael Carter's got to have, but just something to know.
1: And I do have James Robinson here in the top 30, by the way. I have my yeah. RB30 this week. And that might be a little high. That might be a little, you know, optimistic. But I do think he's going to be pretty involved f- from the get. Um, I have James Robinson, at, uh, I'm sorry, James Connor at number 23, David Montgomery at 24, Gus Edwards at 25. We talked about him. I'm assuming Connor will be back this week. He, he came back to a limited practice on Wednesday. I would assume that he's going to play. He has a rip injury, right? It's not like a lower lower body injury or anything like that. I think he'll end up playing if his ribs are still a little messed up i would assume that it's just a pain management type of issue at this point um dow williams also practiced right so keep that in mind when you're starting him james connor you know with him being out for so long with you know benjamin being benjamin being involved and looking good last week dow williams you know coming back also i'm very curious to see like if james connor ends up getting a full workload this week. I don't think he's going to get a full workload this week. I think he might get, you know, 50 to 60% of snaps, something like that, right? And we'll see if that ends up ramping up moving forward. Uh, Right now, he's a little bit hard to trust, so I have him as a low-end RB two. but I would play him over guys like David Montgomery and Gus Edwards.
0: Yeah, I I think that's the way you have to treat it. You know, especially, like I said, talking about David Montgomery, I think that it could be, you know, all the Bears running backs this week um if dallas can get pressure on justin fields it could be a run heavy game for them and that would mean Khalil herbert you know obviously dave montgomery is not gonna be able to take every single um rush attempt Khalil herbert is also explosive he could you know produce alongside dave montgomery kind of cap his his ceiling a little bit i i'm worried about james connor right now just because of the injury um i'm not sure i'd have him this high i might put dave montgomery above him but um That's about as low as I put James Conner. I wouldn't put James Conner in the RB3 territory just yet.
1: Gus, I was at 25. I got Deontay Foreman at 26, and this is assuming... So this is assuming that Chuba Hubbard plays... Okay, listen. So here's how I have it. He is at 26 right now, Deontay Foreman. This is assuming that Chuba Hubbard plays, but it's a little bit banged up. Okay? Yeah. Now, if Chuba Hubbard does not play in this game, I'll move Deontay Foreman up to maybe... I'll move him up to right after Aaron Jones at maybe twenty-one. Actually, no, I'm gonna play him after Miles Sanders. I'll play Miles Sanders over him and I'll play Deontay Foreman maybe over Michael Carter. I think right. I'll have him at RB twenty two, move him up like four spots, uh, if they don't have um if they don't have the, uh Chuba Hubbard in that game. That's how I'll play him as a low end RB two. If if there's no Chuba Hubbard. But for yeah. now, I have him as a high end RB three flex play. Um but we'll see. Chuba Harper did not practice on Wednesday, so keep that in mind. He was he was in a red no-contact jersey, and he was riding the bike. So he's not, uh, you know, he he wasn't playing. We'll see if he ends up playing this week. If he doesn't, Deontay Foreman gets an upgrade.
0: Yeah, I think Deontay Foreman's going to be a, a decent starter. like we said. I, I don't think we're going to see performance like we did last week from the Panthers' offense every week. Um, I think we're going to slowly see them descend back into mediocrity, but – you know, it doesn't mean, you know, we talk about Deontay Foreman, you know, if he's getting majority touches and that kind of thing, I think you can have him in the lineup. I think he's best used as a flex um, and a pinch RB2. That's it. I don't think his upside is very high.
1: Brian Robinson at 27, uh, Jabal Williams at 28, Kareem Hunt at 29, and James Robinson at 30. The guys that I have above them, so the guys that I have below these guys are like Najee Harris, right? Are you starting Najee Harris over any of the guys that I just mentioned?
0: No. Not at this point. Even
1: e- even James Robinson? I don't think
0: so. Okay. I, I, because, um, well, yeah, they're playing ahead. the Eagles, which is a pretty horrific matchup. Exactly. <laughs> so.
1: Okay. And that's, that's part of the reason I was like, uh, the, Pittsburgh might not even be able, be able to move the ball Yeah. in this game. um, You know, they, they scored three points against the Bills. So, you know, it's going to be a tough matchup mm-hmm. <laughs> for them. So I had Najee yeah. Harris lower at, I think I have him at 31 this week. Uh, but... Let me ask you this, Khalil Herbert, right? Khalil Herbert, I would play Khalil Herbert over Najee. Are you playing Mm -hmm. Khalil Herbert over any of these other guys that I just mentioned? Would you play him over James Robinson? I actually might.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think
1: Khalil Herbert should be moved up here. Yeah. The only thing I was thinking was like Dallas, yes, they could run the ball, but like are they going to be run heavy if Dallas gets up in this game? That's kind of my thought process there.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, we've seen the way Dallas plays. They have I don't know if they have the offensive firepower like they did to go way up on a team. I think sure. they could go up but not way up, which would mean it wouldn't be a complete negative game script. But I think regardless of what's going on, I'm not sure how much success the Bears are going to have in the pass game with the Cowboys pass rush coming after Justin Fields, who has been yeah. extremely vulnerable. You know, he gets flustered pretty easily by pass rush. So I think this could be a big game for David Montgomery and Khalil Herbert, just because, you know, if there is one, you know, own the pick with the Cowboys defense. It's the, it's the rush defense. So I, I, I think both of these guys could do really well. They did well against right. the Patriots last week. I think that both Bears running backs could be good this week.
1: So we have Khalil Herbert. Uh, we moved him up to above Najee. We moved him up to above Najee, uh James Robinson. So he's at thirty right now. Would mm-hmm. you play him over Kareem Hunt? No. I think Jamal Kareem Williams. Hunt. Jamal Williams. Brian Robinson.
0: No, I don't think no. so. Brian Robinson has okay. more work cut out for him. Jamal Williams has had a role, regardless of who's in the backfield, and Kareem Hunt has receiving upside that Cooler Herbert just does not have.
1: Okay, awesome. Cool, man. I think that's it. So we have yeah. our final – so James Robinson, I'm sorry. You have been kicked out of the top 30 officially.
0: <laughs> but, but we're excited <laughs> to see what you do.
1: <laughs> we appreciate you guys thank you so much for listening that's going to do it for this podcast uh if you could subscribe to the podcast feed over on apple Podcasts or spotify that would mean the world to us again we talked about upper, uh, underdog fantasy earlier if you want to put some entries in for tonight's game go to uh, download the underdog app use the code upper hand to get a full deposit double on your first deposit <laughs> nope yeah nope that's not it that's not it use the code upper hand to double your first deposit up, up to hundred dollars or underdog yeah. okay. go. that's it there we go all right i appreciate you guys thanks for listening and we'll see you guys tomorrow at noon eastern time to go over wide receiver rankings tight end rankings and we're going to review thursday night football take it easy guys see ya